0: All right, I'm recording now. Okay, okay. Right. <laughs> So what do you guys think? I want to ask you guys, what do you think of Cast as the podcast name? Teamcast?
1: Yeah. Um, I don't particularly like it. No,
0: <laughs> no but it's like podcast, Teamcast.
1: I just feel like if it's like an ongoing thing you really want a podcast name that, like, entices people. Like, I was listening mm-hmm. to this podcast. I hope it's not, like, copywriting, you know? But, like, I was listening to no, this one. No, no, like,
0: we can plug it. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah, <laughs> plug, Yeah. If you want to plug it, plug it. Yeah, I've been listening
1: <laughs> to this one. It's called Black Girls Who Kill. And it's a true crime podcast about, like, you know, black stories. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, you really want something that, like, um really enticed or like you know like Jeanette McCurdy's book about like oh um, yeah
0: I'm sorry my mom.
1: no she said I'm glad my mom I'm died I'm glad
0: my mom died like you
1: want something that really like I feel like the way you judge a book by its cover podcast you judge it by its name mm. so it's like TeenCast isn't really like yeah it's teens yeah it's a podcast but it's like what are they talking about why do I want to listen to this why Real. is it different? that's, from other true. Teen that's true yeah I feel
0: like
2: what is the cast about
0: the cast? What I was know. about teens? Like you guys and me. Well, this is the thing. I, we're only going to be teenagers for a couple more years. That's right. a lot. Does that like. Yeah. Freak, <laughs> does that freak anybody out? Like, we're going to be 20. What is it going to be? 20 cast? 20 cast.
2: <laughs> our, our 20s?
0: I think it's, it's a very like maneuverable name. You know, as we grow older. Look, 45 cast. Senior cast. Oh, my God. middle age.
3: Senior cast.
0: <laughs> and that's why I feel like Teen like Cast
1: a- is just a dumb name. It's like, who are we oh, marketing to? Who did I invite on this show? I started you. The first question you asked on this was, what do you guys think about the name? And I started with, I
0: don't like it. Wow. And I'm sticking wow. to it. Wow. Okay, this is the energy we're creating in the studio today. I feel like it's very respectful energy. Mm. I feel like
1: sorry i'm getting i'm getting bold mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> first, of, first of all um i think we should introduce ourselves mm-hmm. to the teamcast cast audience <laughs> okay
1: we're sticking with okay. Teamcast.
0: so yo what's up everybody today we're uh we're recording our first episode of Teencast, and i'm here with two of my very good friends here we have ryan Mazzotti. he is can you
2: Sixteen, <laughs> well, seventeen, basically.
0: Okay. <laughs> and he is a podcast host of this other really great podcast. It's not that though,
2: deep. Like, Plug. It's, not that, it's deep. not that deep. I have a podcast with my friend Sienna, where we basically talk about deep things, but like we also like have some humor in it because mm-hmm. like I listen to a lot of like deep podcasts. And they're all, like, so depressing. I know. And it's, like, it gets me, like, mm-hmm. so sad. Mm. And they're good, but it's, like, I don't know. Let's have some, like, giggles in between. You know? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I do. I listen to a lot of... Do you listen to Hidden Brain? No. Listen? I listen to a lot of, like, deep, like, psychological, mm-hmm. like, psychology um, podcasts. And sometimes they're really, like, positive, And other times it's just, like, wow. Humans are so simple we can really calculate every single one of our actions to like mm-hmm. a specific like thing you know
1: i feel like the mix of humor really keeps me interested mm-hmm. a lot of other ones it's like i start to zone out even if the interest even if the topic is interesting to me it's still like um it's like your voice is very monotone and you're not you're not like having fun with your podcast exactly. mm, you know like, it's nice that, like, like as you said before, like, they talk. They start with a good conversation, mm. you know? And I like that a lot.
0: No, seriously. And we're in a beautiful space right now. Like, the light is literally coming through the window. Yes.
1: It's Amen. nice. Yeah. Amen. Well lit. I feel like lighting is really important with, like, vibes. Like, mm-hmm. I just moved, and my new room has a lot more lighting than my old room. And it's, like, it's definitely something that, like, improves my mental health. Like, I know, right? And... You know, that's what we're
0: talking about today, right? Right. I have a um, news I have to share with you guys. Oh, please! Oh, news okay. Report. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I want to tell you guys about a recent CDC report that said that teenage girls have become increasingly vulnerable to mental health issues. So I want to say that after the pandemic, America's teens have been in a mental health crisis. This is a PSA, we're going to be discussing topics related to depression and sexual violence. And this study found that over 17,000 teens that were surveyed, 60% of teenage girls experienced persistent feelings of sadness or hopelessness. So that is nearly three in five, which is double the rate of teenage boys who reported similar feelings. Overall, the findings show that the pandemic has left lasting effects on teenagers, with 40% saying they experienced depressive episodes, which meant they couldn't engage in normal activities. So today I brought you guys in here to kind of get your true reactions on this um, finding. Cause I feel like, I'm just wondering like, do these statistics accurately affect, accurately (coughs) represent what you're seeing with your peers and just in general, like with Gen Z? Um, I feel
1: like these results don't really surprise me, um, but I would be surprised if they said that girls were, like, um, were, have higher ratings of feeling depressed or feeling like this, because I feel like mm-hmm. guys don't have as much of a, like, outreach, if that makes sense, like, in my friend group, I, I have depression, you know, so it's like I have depressive episodes, and I'm. It's really easy for me to talk to my friends, mm. and I'll talk to my boyfriend and stuff like that. And it's just like, some guys they don't cry with their friends. They don't mm. like get deep or talk like talk on a deeper level. They're not forming deeper connections. And like I even know this one kid. I'm not gonna really say names, but a kid who um, his mom died,
0: mm. and his
1: friends they never ever talk about it. All they did they they like they they were really sweet they got all their money together the whole friend group and they bought him like a ps5 Mm. but they never talked about it they were just like here's a ps5
0: damn and
1: it's just like so it's like you know your friends have your back but can you really talk to them it's like so often every time i make a guy friend they just like trauma dump on me and i'm like why is that and it's like because guy friends do not talk about Mm. their emotions and feelings and their their family and their trauma with their friends. Unless it you think differently <coughs> Yeah Um,
2: sorry. Um well I grew up in a culture where it's like my mom was like don't talk about it, like don't like that's not their business. Mm-hmm. She always like like growing up she'll always be like, Oh, like when we go to family gatherings, she'll be like, Don't tell them this or don't tell them that it's like it's personal. So then that just, like, that pattern of her, like, telling me... I don't know if that's, like, a cultural thing, but... Mm. So, that. So that carries into this. But also, that's also one of the main reasons that I'm, like, I barely have any guy friends is because Mm. they're so, like, closed off. Like, I'm willing to talk about it or, like, whatever. Maybe not, like, five years ago, Mm. but, like, as, you know, growing up and stuff. Mm -hmm. So yeah they're like really they don't want to talk about it or they're very vague and don't want to they don't want to unpack the situation Mm. and which I don't know it's like it's not really your fault but
0: yeah it's like society's like expectations of you are just like I want to tell you this like my brother he plays online games right and a lot of the times like Sometimes I'll hear him talking about some pretty serious stuff, like mm-hmm. relating to like gender and identity and like sexuality. And it will just be like they'll be playing the game, right? They'll be <laughs> and they'll just drop like, "Oh, I think I might be bisexual," <laughs> and then everybody just moves on. After yeah, that. yeah. It Same feels like brother. yeah. It feels kind of like guys just drop information like that, and maybe. Just like don't really want to open up the conversation. Like seriously, consider having this conversation. Yeah,
2: they don't want to. They don't know how to process it. Mm. Or like they don't know what to do with the information mm. they have. So, or yeah. like
1: channeling it through humor, maybe.
0: Yeah, through humor, mm-hmm. I definitely see that. Me,
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs>
0: like, literally all of us.
1: And I think like so often we talk about stuff like like toxic masculinity. Mm you don't, like, I feel like some guys get very defensive when they hear the word toxic masculinity. They're like, oh my gosh, like, am I being accused of being, like, a a sexist or being a, like, something like, no, like, you are the victim. Mm -hmm. Toxic masculinity is about you and what society has done to you where you feel that you cannot, like, show emotion or show feelings or get vulnerable
0: with people. No, exactly, Kara, and I feel like Guys, they are so proud of not getting offended at everything that it becomes, like, an actual, like, this is not even about, like, you being a man and just, oh, this is, like, a girl issue or this is, like, something that I don't need to care about because I'm a man. This is just, like, a human issue. Real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, this is just, like, like you don't have to be labeled like oh they're such a snowflake they like get sensitive over everything Mm
2: -hmm. just be
0: like a caring human being you know like that's like the bare minimum
2: and i guess
0: a lot of guys think that that's like i guess it's like not their. it's like very outside of their masculinity to side with like a girl on an issue Mm -hmm. or to pay attention to like issues that um girls go through so i think
1: like if rates are showing like if statistics are showing that teenage girls are having like higher rates of like mental issues and depression and stuff like that i kind of wonder like is it that they have higher rates or is it that they're actually coming out and reporting it or it's being Mm -hmm. maybe it's easier to diagnose it in girls maybe because whereas because society's teaching guys to suppress 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 that it's like if you take a survey that's like are you depressed you're not gonna click yes if you're not if you haven't had that conversation mm, with yourself if
0: you already have a negative perception of what of what <coughs> mental health then mm-hmm. you're not gonna yeah you're not gonna like click yes on that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. exactly yeah, round all these Joker fans up. Round all these, like, the <laughs> Riddler fans. Patrick know? Bateman. <laughs> Seriously, the Patrick Bateman motherfucker. Um, but sorry. the Riddler's kind of hot. What? Sorry. The Riddler. From the last Batman movie? Bro. Paul Dano. He was, like, so weird in that movie. He was weird,
1: but I was into it.
0: Mm. I was into that it. That movie, like, it was a culture change.
1: And I think he had, like, the right idea, wrong execution. Mm. But culture change. I remember we saw that together. Yeah, the We were Batman? cracking up mm-hmm. in the theater. Let me tell you, we, like, laughing so hard. It was so unironically mm. funny that... It was, like, it was just so...
0: Bro had a whole TikTok. Yeah!
1: Oh, my God. Bro had a whole
0: TikTok.
1: It was, like, the Riddler on TikTok Live (laughs) trying to, like, tell people to, like, kill cops and stuff like that. And, like, it was just so... And then Batman was all, like... Like unironically he was like, I am vengeance.
0: No, but was, I like, love rough. like how he had that black eyeshadow. Mm-hmm. That was so I love, good.
1: You see all these like um like there's this concept of like feminine rage mm-hmm. in movies and you see these scenes of like Girls like crying while putting on makeup in the mirror. Yeah, I like that we got uh like he was emo and he was putting on makeup in
0: the mirror. Yeah, and yeah. he needed to get this like face done, you know, before yeah. his job. He needs to beat his face. Yeah, before he, <laughs> he beats <laughs> he needs the criminals. <laughs> <laughs> you <Yeah, that laughs> need to good. get the concealer on, you know. <laughs> yeah, before you go ham. So honestly, like, let's. So this is a question that. What should adults understand? Or actually, I think I want to go to a kind of controversial statement. Okay. Is the word stressed overused? Hmm.
2: What do you think about that? I'm going to go first. Here. Okay, let's go first. I initially, initially, when I like, thought about it, I was like, oh, yeah. But then I was like, wait a minute. Because like was hmm. like, oh, my God, I'm so stressed. Like, blah mm-hmm. oh. I'm like, I don't think it's overused. I just think there's more stress. So people are saying I'm more stressed because there is more stress. Yeah, That's ah. just because like, yeah, like stress has obviously increased exponentially over yeah. the decades. So obviously you're going to hear the word more because there's more of it. That's
0: what a, I, thought. I think that we have a lot more to worry about in some cases than people did like. Well, I'm not going to... Do no, I don't know about that me, one. <laughs> <word there. laughs> but I feel like um, there's a lot of pressure because we have all these, like, opportunities being at the school we are mm-hmm. that it just... People compare themselves a lot and obviously get stressed because we have so much information available to be like, oh, a 10-year-old billionaire, like... Like, 12-year-old, like, makes climate change, solves climate change mm-hmm. and stuff. We have all these examples. Yeah, shout-out, Greta. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> I think, like, I'm not
1: going to say here. Like, I feel like my parents definitely had it harder. Um, I just think we're more stressed because we're being more honest about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, um we're having these discussions about mental health. We're having these, Mm. you know? So I feel like our parents and stuff, like, often I'll find it where it's, like, I'll tell my dad, oh, I'm stressed about school. Oh, I'm stressed about blah, blah, blah. And my dad would be like, oh, well, like, and back in my day, and it's just like, I'm sorry you had to go through that, Mm -hmm. you know? But that doesn't invalidate what I'm going through, and that doesn't justify, like, any projection, you know? Mm. And I think we're definitely like you think about like history and I was in history earlier Mm. my history teacher was talking about how like when he was in high school or like whatever he was in he was like scared about like nuclear wars they were like whatever the cold war or something Mm -mm. and I think like every every decade probably had like the teens are probably like oh we got it harder Mm -hmm. every decade we're probably like oh we got it harder and I think it's just about who has it harder and more of like the acknowledgement of like how current events are having an effect on your mental health because i know Mm. in 2020 i was so i was a wreck i was was so angry and depressed Mm -hmm. and it's like even before then because after like aftermath of like dealing a lot of like racism in my childhood and then it all comes up to like 2020 felt like just seeing people on, like, television and in the news just debating whether my life mattered and, like, getting defensive Mm -hmm. about that. It was just, like, the conversation needed to be had about how that year, and even though change was happening, even though awareness was coming, I feel like we need to talk more about how that um, affected the mental health of people living through that. Like, even children. Like, you're a kid, and all of a sudden you're, like, you're a black child, and you're, like, living your life, and then all of a sudden you find out people are debating Black Lives Matter, Mm
3: -hmm.
1: whether you deserve to walk the street or whether, uh, like, you deserve justice if a cop mistreats
0: you, you know? That's just sad. Mm It just, it reminds me, like, going back to that time, it just... It was almost difficult, like, interacting with people who weren't as, like, closely aligned Mm -hmm. with the events, because it was, like, some people you would talk about it with, like, oh, yeah, like, I've been really sad because of what happens, like, what keeps happening with, like, Breonna Taylor and, like, George Floyd, and they would just be, like, like, oh, I haven't watched the news lately. Oh, like I don't really engage, yeah. and like I'm like yeah, because you get to not engage. I don't like you politics. get to be like uh, living in this bubble, but like mm-hmm. I can't. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and like, sure. and it literally it made me just like so negative and like mm-hmm. resentful of everybody who they felt like they could go through their lives just not knowing like mm-hmm. any like big world events or like not really caring of black lives like even do matter you know so it was just a frustrating time and a stressful time mm-hmm. and i kind of brought that up because i know like i was saying i'm stressed like during that time i was just like going through a lot of emotional turmoil so i'm wondering does stress is it a replacement for saying how we actually feel i feel like
1: at first when you pose a question I was thinking, like, oh, as you said before, like, I was thinking, like, oh, yeah, stress is, like, I hear that a lot, like, a lot of people use it very casually, Mm. but I feel like stress does, like, it does kind of eat up the feeling, like, I feel like I feel a certain way, and there's nothing else I can describe it as other than stress, like, if you're stressed, it's, it's, like, you're stressed, like, I know Mm. that sounds weird, but it's, like, don't try and find another word like it. I feel like it's a feeling, like you feel it almost like in your chest or feel, feel it on like way to your shoulders. I've been really stressed lately with like the move and then school, you know. Yeah. It's it's like kind of a feeling of feeling overwhelmed but also tired. But also, it's like I feel like stress can use based on the context, it is the perfect word to use for there. And then, if mm-hmm. you want to further elaborate on how you're feeling, then yeah, but if we talk about it, like I feel like stress. It combines like this feeling of like like on a scientific level i feel like stress changes you like physically Mm. and like i feel like stress and trauma is passed down through generations
0: no for sure for sure
1: and so it's like i think stress is almost like if if you were to like have a meter you know of like how much stress you're at right now (coughs) i feel like it would it's something that you accumulate (coughs) or that you lose, it's like as if if you were playing a video game, and you have mm. XP, like, I feel like stress is kind of like that, mm. and like, you, you pass that XP on, and sometimes if you're stressed, you pass that on to the people around you, you know, like, I, I know I'm rambling, but the other day I was in class,
3: mm.
1: in Oakla's class right across, and we took a test, and the vibe of the class was just like, Okla was in a mood, the vibe of the class was in a mood, and I left the class, I felt, like, pain in my stomach, I felt really anxious, so I saw my friend, she was like, how'd you do on your test, and I was like, oh, I think I did well, and she's like, then why are you so anxious, why are you so stressed, you got they another can test, tell,
0: like, you
1: and I was like, no, I don't have another <clears throat> test, and like, and she's like, well, you thought you did well on the test, so why are you anxious, and I was like, I guess it was just the vibe of the room, and I just picked mm-hmm. that up and carried it with me to the next, as I walked out of class and walked around the halls, you know, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that makes me put it in a different perspective. Because I know people have negative feelings about saying like, oh, I'm fine. Mm. Like, you know, like mm-hmm. in our culture, in American like society, it's pretty normal to respond to like any question, like how are you, with something positive. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm fine, I'm good, I'm okay. If you're saying fine, you're like, oh, what happened to you? Mm-hmm. But maybe stressed is kind of like, the one word that's used a lot that does
2: describe everything yeah I know I mean I don't know you guys are saying like amazing. like I agree with everything <laughs> um, I was gonna say that I feel like stress is like an umbrella term, so mm, it's like mm-hmm. you don't need to like describe. Everything and like I don't know how to say it, but it's like an umbrella term, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah exactly. exactly. And um for me when somebody says like I'm fine or when somebody says I'm stressed, mm. for me I don't know why, but when I hear I'm fine, I'm like, Oh my god.
0: No, and then yeah. I'm like I'm stressed, you
2: I'm are... for me, I'm fine sounds worse than I'm stressed mm. even though like it's not I don't know.
1: I'm stressed it's like at least you're acknowledging it. At least you you know how you're feeling. Yeah. I'm fine is just like like, I'm going through it, and I'm trying to suppress that, or I'm trying to, like, mm-hmm. like, I'm fine. like, I'm fine, right, <laughs> I tend to be pretty, like, honest when people ask me how I am, mm-hmm. um, honestly, depending on how I know them, like, sometimes, like, I don't want to really talk about it with you, also, like, oh, I'm good, yeah. but I tend to be pretty honest, and I think the same with my boyfriend, but it's, like, we kind of have, like, a, like, like, happy moody vibe yeah. going on so it's like i think he thinks i'm one of those people that says like my automatic reaction is i'm good i'm mm-hmm. good i'm good like how are you oh i'm good but you most of the time i'm You're good you know mm. and like i like that if i ask him how he's doing if he's not good he'll, he'll say that or if mm. he's just okay he'll say that you know it's that. it's yeah. nice and it enables conversation to like um flow like do you want to talk about like why you're good do you want to talk about why you're okay do you want to talk about
0: why you're Mm. not okay and if you don't then you don't keep it up boundaries Mm -hmm. exactly i think it's important not to feel like you need to heal everybody
3: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. with your words just Mm
0: -hmm. yeah yeah like having a savior complex Mm -hmm. is important like as much as we read into saying i'm fine as like a cry for help Maybe, like, they just... They genuinely are not ready to receive your, mm-hmm. like, help yet, you know? And you just need to, like, be there for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, oh,
2: oh, sorry. Ahead. Um, Like, when I hear I'm fine, I'm like... I'm not, like... That I don't start interviewing them, like, oh, my God, like, are you sure? Or, like, yeah. stuff like that. I just, like... It's a mental note. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, keep an eye on them or, like, stuff like that. Check and, mm-hmm. like... I'm somebody, like, I, like, I, you could tell by, like, body gestures or, like, tone, Mm. um, so I just, like, use my context clues, and then, like, you know, you can ask them later down the road, or, like, check in on them, that's, like, yeah.
0: I agree, like, I rely on body language for a lot of that, like, if they're ready to talk, you can usually tell, you know, if Mm -hmm. they're just looking for someone to talk to, but, yeah, like, it's really important to just, just, Think of things from the other person's perspective. Mm -hmm. If you were feeling in a bad place and someone was like, oh, but have you tried meditating? Have you tried manifesting? Have you tried journaling? Mm, I I might feel like, ah, like, yes, I've tried those, like, Mm once before. Like, no, I don't feel like doing all that. So you just kind of meet people where they're at.
1: And personally, I, like, I identify as a former empath because, um, and I know that sounds like oh, bad. we taking <laughs> down
0: empaths now. I'm
1: sorry. Yeah, I feel like empathy. You, everybody's like, oh, you gotta be so like, like be have empathy, like be an empath. Yeah. That's really damaging to your <coughs> like mental health. Like, if you're gonna be that, like as we were talking about, like savior complex. Not only is that weird for the other person, but you personally, if every sad, stressed person, if you take on their emotion and carry that for them. Like, I always make sure if I talk to somebody about how they're feeling, I'm going to listen, I'm going to take it, mm. but I'm going to take some time after to check on myself and to kind of let that energy <laughs> go. Because really I definitely care. think every interaction is a passage of energy and you take on people's like vibes, you take on people's energy. Like, mm. as I was talking about in that class, like, I know it sounds like weird and, but like, you know, if you're around people who are sad all the time, like, how are you going to feel? you know yeah. like mm-hmm. it's it's nice to be there for your friends and it's nice to be like hey when you're ready to talk if you want to talk I'm here for you let me know
3: mm. but
1: that like like I'm gonna like I'm gonna like spin every moment with you and I'm gonna I understand how you're mm-hmm. feeling like tell me about it so I, so you can help me understand more sometimes it's like or oh like putting God. yourself in their shoes sometimes it's like if you're having a good day and your friend's having a bad day and they tell you everything, like, obviously listen, mm-hmm. but if you're like, oh, yeah, matter of fact, like, that is really upsetting. And yeah. Now you're having a bad day, like,
3: sometimes you gotta take
1: it, you gotta be like, okay, like, I'll, I'll like, wish, like, if you want to talk about it, if there's anything I can do for you, mm. let me know.
0: Then keep it walking. Keep it pushing. Keep it, it pushing.
2: Yeah, also, you need to know, like, what do they want from you? Do they want advice? Mm-hmm. Do, you want some, do they just want somebody to listen to? Like, I don't know. Because mm. people, when somebody, like, vents or something, they immediately jump to, oh, my God, I need to give them advice. Mm-hmm. But that's yeah. not necessarily what they're looking for.
0: Absolutely and not. And
2: sometimes, or, like, yeah. yeah
0: So... Like, those are all, like, great talking points. I think I want to also discuss, like, what are some ways that we don't really think about that really improve our mental health?
2: Like, some coping mechanism?
0: Yeah, I just want to think about, like, just, (coughs) and maybe some, like, for example, like, I'll go first. I think listening to music Mm -hmm. is definitely, like, a Mm -hmm. big way that I cope with, like, just feelings like if i'm ever feeling like stressed or sad i just blast on like music mm-hmm. and just kind of ride it out until i'm like okay like i'm ready to get back in it now mm-hmm. i
1: mean i used to have depression or i still do it's not but um it used to be like pretty bad
3: mm-hmm.
1: um and, and now i'm pretty familiar with my coping mechanisms i'm pretty good with it i used to have like really bad Anxiety. I used to be very angry,
3: mm. and
1: um, I coping mechanisms I found to be like the most impactful are sleep and um, and breathing.
3: Mm. And
1: I say sleep with a little bit of warning because that can when you have depression that can be a slippery slope.
0: Yeah,
1: sleep <laughs> at the appropriate times. You know, my mom's a psychiatrist, so she's always talking about like getting sunlight that sunlight in the morning that's a different sunlight than at 1 p.m mm. that's a different sunlight That sunlight that goes through your like eyes and your retinas that like kind of sends like some like dopamine to your brain like that's it releases those neurotransmitters um and it's like sleep at the appropriate times is so much because when i i was practically nocturnal when i was depressed
3: mm-hmm. and
1: um it was just so terrible and it was like i was sleeping all the time or wasn't sleeping at all and it it just it, you don't realize it but sleep and breathing are those things where it's like in your brain you don't think they directly connect to your mood but on a scientific like physiological level mm. it is so impactful you know yeah. and I think breathing like we always hear like oh like take some deep breaths you know but I don't think people really understand like If you are in a state of panic, if you are feeling anxious or even when I when I'm feeling a little bit sad, Mm -hmm. even when I'm feeling a little bit sad, I immediately I take those breaths Mm -hmm. and it's just like my heart starts to feel normal again.
0: It's like the oxygen, like you don't think about it, but just getting that much oxygen into your brain, like Mm -hmm. actually focusing is like as much like it's releasing so much like dopamine and like Mm -hmm. happy energy in your brain i think sleep is really important i like how you like like warned that like of course like normal times you know Mm -hmm. because i know like during the pandemic and like just like when i was going through depressive episodes it was the same thing as Mm -hmm. you said Kara like just taking naps right after school yeah oh my gosh those will kill you
1: oh my gosh (laughs) the worst like even if it pains you just don't take that nap in jeans too oh in jeans i was
0: taking them in jeans like sleeping on my stomach like uh, the youtube would be playing like (laughs) i'd just be waking up like what is going on so yeah i think that um i also want to raise this up but i feel like religion or just spirituality Mm. Is also think that something that our generation needs to kind of like revive.
3: Mm-hmm. I, I th- think.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, I think of uh, in times of uh, in times of like great war or like great struggles, like people have always kind of turned mm-hmm. to religion as that. Like, well, I can't control anything, so I'm just gonna trust in the universe to kind of provide. And I feel like Gen Z is kind of known for having this nihilistic, like Mm -hmm. mindset of just because we're surrounded by so much negativity, like with climate change and like, we don't see police reform, we like, see adults like in the government, like acting not in our best interests. you know, so it's really easy to kind of spiral down that path of nihilism, and just nothing matters. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like spirituality has been important for my journey, and just talking to God like every morning, I'll go on a walk and I'll just like talk to God or like it doesn't even have to be God, like whoever you know yeah. I can be talk I' be chilu with Buddha, you know, just like saying like like hey, like this is what i need uh, this is what I need from the day, and like here's what I'm going through, so basically, I feel like we need to like value more of that spiritual side of us and that religious um, values
1: and I like that we as a generation and honestly more than this is a generation but I like that we hold religion like as a man-made thing like religion accountable for what like religious leaders have done what Mm -hmm. they're doing like I like that we hold it accountable but I definitely think we do like disrespect Like religion in some way Mm -hmm. or like people who are religious like sometimes I feel almost like embarrassed to be like religious because Mm -hmm. like what some like um, some Christians are doing and what they believe or stuff like that I feel like it's like oh like Kara like is she like homophobic is she enough? Yeah because people
2: generalize so like when one person does something in the community then everybody's like oh my god Mm -hmm. they're like this this and they throw Mm -hmm. these like huge terms like homophobic, and things like that, and it's like, whoa, that's that's just, like, one person out of a million right, people. Right,
0: exactly. And I,
2: I just hate when people generalize anything,
0: yeah.
2: so, yeah, yeah, I hate that.
1: I like that we do hold, like, religions accountable, but, like, personally, it's, like, even with my, like, beliefs, I, um, I read, and, um, with, kind of, uh, I feel like This is just my personal thing. Mm. I feel like a lot of, like, holy texts and stuff like that, I always kind of take that up. Like, I feel like it's up for interpretation. You know, everybody's going to interpret it differently. And I feel like religion is kind of like politics. No person should have the exact same opinions on it as someone else. You Mm -hmm. know, you really want to have that personal relationship with you and whatever higher power you believe in. And I feel like I really make sure that, like my opinions are my opinions, mm. you know, so, wait, <coughs> sorry, guys, um, but I do think religion in a, in a sense of mental health, like, even if you don't align with, um, beliefs, it provides such a good place for hope, and, yeah. um, like, I wasn't religious for a while, but then after, like, some medical stuff mm-hmm. and it's, like, when it feels like humans can't, um, figure out how to help me and stuff, it's been kind of nice to go to a higher power. And, yeah. like, um, kind of, it. it's, like, when things feel out of control, it feels almost like you're in control, like someone mm-hmm. has you, you know? And that is just, um... A nice feeling, and I think religion also provides a nice set of morals. Yeah. And, um, like, even if you don't believe in it anymore, I think, again, as I said, like, up for interpretation. Mm
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And... If you don't like the version that was taught to you, just create your own mm-hmm. you know exactly. it's
2: like that's it for yourself back in the day <laughs> <Yes. Yeah. laughs> that's what they were doing we're acting
1: like we're well, being revolutionary I mean. like, we have
2: a billion branches of the same religion yeah. yeah
1: and honestly like i grew up in a religious i grew up in a christian family i went mm-hmm. to a christian school and then i was like i i um explored my sexuality and after that i was like oh like no more religion for me, you know? Yeah. But it's, like, I looked at other religions and, like, and my own, and it's, like, you take, like, pieces, bits and pieces, mm-hmm. like, I I love Islam, I love Buddhism, like, I feel like we're very divided, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's, like, you don't have to necessarily identify with all of them, but, like, don't villainize other you know we're all kind of in the same boat
0: we all kind of like influenced each other Mm -hmm. like not to be all like oh i took ap world but yeah like we literally interacted with each other of Mm -hmm. many different religions people interacted with yeah so like they're gonna influence each other and it's just kind of beautiful seeing people like like
1: embrace their religion like yesterday was ash wednesday and it was nice I I saw people like wearing ash and stuff and then like seeing um just like people wearing like hijabs and stuff it's just like Mm -hmm. I I really love to see it and it's it like not to be all like America but like (laughs) religious freedom is just something I'm so grateful to have not Mm -hmm. only for myself but to like Explore other religions and see other religions seeing people pray five times a day and yeah. seeing people like You
2: know, yeah, I mean religion was ruined for like me and my family Because it was like what you're talking about like forced like we mm-hmm. have freedom here mm-hmm. Like my family did not have freedom to like practice their own thing so like before they moved here mm-hmm. so it's like then they it kind of got ruined for them because It was, like, forced upon them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was, like, I don't know. It almost started to become, like, a chore. Mm for them. And um, so now, obviously, they move here. And then they were, like, still practicing. But then now, like, it's been, like, 14 years Mm -hmm. since. But it's, like, so strange because... Not strange, but, like, um, they don't, like, practice the... Practices, like the uh, like, yeah, the traditional practices, mm. like what you said, like praying five times a day. Mm-hmm. They don't pray five times a day, but they believe and mm-hmm. like a God, and like, but they're they're like specifically Allah. So it's like, mm. but then so it's like, am I Muslim or am I not Muslim? Because yeah. when I say I'm Muslim, they have that Every time, I'm Muslim. When I say that to another Muslim, they're like quizzing me like oh what what do you call this mm. what do you call this mm-hmm. when do you do this and I'm like I don't know like and mm-hmm. they're like oh then you're not a real one and I'm like oh, okay like
0: that's wild know. it's like I guess like Islam is also like cultural you know it's exactly. not just like a religion that you kind of just choose mm-hmm. later in life uh, like for a lot of times I think the same with like
1: Christianity like mm-hmm. I'll tell people like oh yeah I'm religious and I'm like oh but like you don't dress modestly or, like, you don't, like, like, God says, like, you know, I'm just, like, I feel like I have my own personal relationship with God and, you know, if, like, personally, I think he's... I. Here's my opinion. I tell this to my dad all the time. It's all like, right. there is so much going on in the world. we got global warming. we got all this stuff. Do you think God cares if I wear a crop top? Do you think God cares if I want to kiss women? Mm-hmm. Like... He has better or they who yeah, who has like, care
0: that he eat hot chip and lie,
1: yes, that's what I'm saying. I mean, lie, maybe, like, <laughs> maybe <laughs> right? like, but, but like he is not like spending time word, you know, God cares about spreading love, love thy neighbor. Like, you got to focus on the principle, like, again, like the Bible up for interpretation, you got to take the, you gotta take the real lessons instead of focusing on, like, <coughs> the stuff, like, man, like, the Bible used to say not to eat, like, seafood. I see so many Christians eating seafood. It yeah. said
0: not to wear mixed fabrics to us. That's employee. what I'm saying! Like, like <laughs> God does not care about mixed Where is that fabrics? shirt from, Catherine? <laughs> like, yeah! <laughs> 30% cotton! Yes! That's what I'm saying! <laughs> Come on now!
1: Like, <laughs> It's sometimes as you're quoting your podcast, it's not that deep.
2: Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> not, not that, that deep. deep. Yeah, yeah. It's not that deep. But also I feel like some people use it as an excuse to hate. Exactly. You know, like, you're like, oh well my religion says this so I can hate on you for that, 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 and that. And I'm like
0: It's like they don't follow like It's like the, what about
2: this then? Mm-hmm. Like what about this? If you're so like Attached to these principles, yeah and if, what about these ones exactly
1: mm-hmm. you gotta mind yours, and like I think recently I saw something like that was like in the Bible says no sin is greater than another, mm-hmm. and like obviously in today 's time it's like if you murder someone, I guess that's worse than lying about like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like where you yeah. were last Friday night, mm-hmm. but like in in terms of just like people minding their business like You're so busy policing other people. Like, what are you doing? You know? Yeah. And I think about that, like, in life, too. Like, before, I will never, like, in relationships, I will never get mad at somebody else without being like, okay, I'm doing this. This is what I'm taking responsibility for. Mm -hmm. If I'm pointing the finger at you, I'm pointing it back at me. Mm -hmm. You know? And I'm, like, I'm going to be, I'm not only going to be, like, hey, I'm pointing the finger at you, I'm going to be like, I'm sorry. I notifi- I notice I've been doing this. I notice I've been mm. acting this way. And that may have caused you to respond in this way. Mm. I'm not only going to get mad at you for that, you know? Like, in situations, you cannot change how other people act. You can change how you react to it. You can change how you take responsibility. You know, you're responsible for yourself and nobody mm. else. Maybe your kids. Mm. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah, like, going on to, like, relationships and just kind of preserving your mental state yeah. as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So important, y'all. Yes. These people, they are going to, like, they they might not respond. Like, for, like, hours, they might, like, do this or that. Just little things that kind of just make you think, like, oh, do they not like me anymore? Am mm-hmm. I? Did I do something? Mm-hmm. But it is not about you. Like, you know, it is. It has got like, here's what I think. When in high school, like when you get in a relationship, I feel like it can only work if you're not constantly like thinking about them. Mm. You know, like you can't make them like your whole life. Come on, we're in high school. Mm-hmm. especially girls school.
1: like don't make that boy your entire life no like,
0: seriously don't leave your friends don't like yeah a
2: <laughs> have your own life keep See? your hobbies. don't become their little like pet or something like that because mm-hmm. i've seen so many relationships mm-hmm. where it's like they're both their own person and then they become a couple and mm-hmm. now it's like they're not their own people anymore. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. only
1: eats lunch with his friends. Yeah. And then, what, That's the relationship's crazy. over and now yeah. you, you're alone.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, what happened, It's you like, know? you
2: lose your, like, not like, they lose their own character, mm-hmm. like, personality. And, like, they start to become another one of the other person. Oh, my Yeah. Gosh. And it's yeah. like, that, the whole beauty of a relationship is that you're two different people mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. come from two different paths. That's yes! I mean. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. Uh-huh. So like, come on, people. I, I feel know.
1: like like, much respect to people who are, like, oh, yeah,
0: my partner is my best friend. But no, you do not like to skateboard. You yeah. do not like
1: those movies he's showing you. Like, stand up. At the end of the day, I'm, like, or, like, people were like, my boyfriend's my only friend. Hello? <laughs> like, <laughs> Kathy, get out there. <laughs> Go to a pottery class and, you know, find some people. Read a book. Yeah. Read a book. <laughs> like, come on. Like, you and honestly, it goes all ways. Like if if you're just like
0: waiting for them to get off work and mm-hmm. like, come on now. Yeah. Get a hobby. Yeah. You also gotta have faith in your own like charms. You know, like mm-hmm. you're fucking mm-hmm. like charming. You're like gorgeous. You're kind. You're like everything. Who wouldn't like you? Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. That's the thing. Like they're with question. you for. A reason. Yeah. They yeah. they like you for a reason. And, like, what good is it to, like, question, like, and analyze them so deeply, Mm
1: -hmm. you know? As an extrovert dating, like, an introvert, I think we're both kind of, like, towards the middle of the spectrum. Yeah. But I'm definitely more extroverted. And my best friend is also, like, we're both towards the middle of the spectrum, but I'm definitely more extroverted. Mm -hmm. I get very in my head, like, am I being annoying? Am I talking too much? Am I giving, Am I, you know, because my personal social battery can run out when I'm with like people who are over the top, mm-hmm. but I'm over the top, mm. so it's like I'm thinking, and then and then I have to remember like we balance each other out. Mm-hmm. They're friends with me for a reason. They don't want a a cut and paste copy of them. Right. They don't want mm-hmm. me to be exactly like them. I'll be like, okay, let me be more qu- quiet like them. Let me be more like, you know, they don't they don't yeah, want. Like they're not them.
0: friends with you because you're like quiet like exactly. you know that's just not you, know? you exactly yeah and just like so it's very important like to not lose yourself or make yourself small Ooh, yeah yeah because yeah. Mm-hmm. there are many times when you're first like meeting somebody for like a date or someone you like and maybe they say something that's just like kind of leaves you like a like an icky feeling in your chest you know mm-hmm. and you can choose to, like, let it go and mm. just, like, appease them and be like, haha, like, yeah, mm-hmm. just laugh it off. But that's, like, such, like, a detriment to yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, just keeping yourself, making yourself smaller and smaller, you know? Like, I feel like it's important, if you feel any disrespect, if you feel any, like, sense of, like, this isn't right, you need to call it out. Communicate. You need, you need to uh, yeah, communicate. You
2: need to, but they're also, like... People are like, communicate, (laughs) communicate. Like, there's no point in communicating if the other person's not going to listen. True, that's So like, communicate and comprehend. Mm -hmm. Like, there's two steps to that. Mm -hmm. And also, I feel like when, like, okay, let's say like one person does something wrong, they're like, okay, we're breaking up, like instantly. Oh my God. Then it's like, you can't, like, don't judge a book by one page. Read the whole book. Read the (laughs) whole book. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Oh my gosh. we are here getting into relationships <laughs> based on the cliff notes yeah. yeah yeah
1: they on Goodreads. like come
2: on <laughs> <laughs> yeah but seriously like i've seen so many times friendships and relationships mm-hmm. but mainly friendships like they do one thing and it's like oh like i'm never talking to them again mm-hmm. ghosting mm-hmm. them like that's just horrible
1: Life is ups and downs, you know? Relationships are ups and downs. Like,
2: yeah, you guys might have, like, fights here and there, but ultimately, like, if you guys settle after, like, explain yourselves, or I don't know, like...
1: Yeah. And personally, I think fights strengthen relationships so much depending on how the other person Mm. acts. If if the communication is great, if you learn each other's communicating styles, if you stay respectful, if you Mm. stay on your ground and state your feelings but also have respect for the other person's feelings without calling them out their name or raising your voice, you're going to come out of that argument being stronger than ever. That that mm. person's going to be, like, in love with you, you know? Yeah. Like, mm. that right there is what strengthens a relationship so much.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: It's just getting to know someone on that level of, like, not just, like, sunshines and rainbows mm-hmm. and, like, we're all just... Like lovey dovey with each other. Mm. Like, that's when you really see, like, it's it's raining right now. (laughs) I'm texting
1: my mom. Let me do the same.
0: But I definitely
1: think, like, um, I'm personally an over communicator. Mm. And I do get stressed sometimes because it's like my first instinct is, like, oh, you said something and now I'm feeling whatever. Yeah. I'm thinking, like, um, should I. Like, should I stop communicating, making a big deal about every small little, like, thing? Because, you know, friendships are supposed to be fun, and relationships are supposed to be fun. Um, And I think I haven't really gotten to, like, a final thing, but I think just don't make not every communicating has to be a big deal i think when people say communicating they're like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna text Sit him and i'm gonna like be like yeah, yeah like can we talk like you know sometimes <laughs> it's just like
2: that's really like confrontational yeah and, like, that just causes people to get defensive yeah and, like mm-hmm. that doesn't build walls exactly. i mean that doesn't build bridges <laughs> it builds walls yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> sometimes it's just like have a good time hang out and then we're like hey, like, I've been feeling lately. Like, I really enjoy your time. I really enjoy being around you. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like... Like, and then state how you feel in a way that's not accusing or not, you know? Like, at the end of the day, the reason you feel stuff is often because you're feeling like you want to spend more time with someone or it's Mm -hmm. a misunderstanding or it's like you're feeling jealous, but you're feeling jealous because you care about someone. Yeah. You know? You're feeling... Like intense feelings about something someone said to you because you care about their opinion of you because you think highly of them. You know, at the end of the day, there's some positive way that you can phrase how you're yeah. feeling. You know, I
0: have so much faith in this generation. <laughs> just because we have all this language now, mm-hmm. like we were just like we have all this language to just describe like ourselves and like what we're going through. And I feel like that's making us more emotionally intelligent, more understanding of others. I'm, people can weaponize it and have weaponized like mental health language. Yes, I have experience yeah. with it. I mean, Yeah. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Like, I've tried to have a conversation with somebody. Yeah. Like, no hatred coming from me at all.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And they're like... You're getting uh, defensive, uh, and you're being aggressive, and you're being passive aggressive.
3: Gaslighting.
2: Yeah, you're, and I'm like, whoa, like where did you get that from? <laughs> and it's just like, and it's just they get thrown around a lot,
0: mm-hmm. and mm-hmm.
2: then when it actually happens, it's mm-hmm. like,
0: mm-hmm.
2: so it happens everywhere, but not really. It's just yeah, you go you gotta from name calling me
0: a Virgo to saying I have an anxious attachment. <laughs> I, love I love you.
1: and I definitely think like when we get to like I I think a lot about like um like Gen Z in politics like a lot of Gen Zers we get into activism and we learn like all these like big words and stuff and I think also just like kind of like Democrats in general Mm -hmm. and as someone who's on that side I but I do think when you use big words, you kind of make it so that it's not digestible to a mass amount of people if that yeah. makes sense. Like you cannot be trying to reach a large amount of people and you're using all these like like specific terms for like political topics. Like you got to word it in a way. I feel like it's sort of like elitist. Mm-hmm. Like not exactly elitist, but it's it's kind of like you're, and then they make fun of Republicans for not knowing these words, or for not, and it's, like, the reason I feel like Republican Party is so, like, close-knit, mm-hmm. or, like, they're so banded together, is because it's, like,
0: they have really simple, like, to explain goals. Yeah, right? like,
1: they're pretty digestible, they make little, like, slogans and stuff, mm-hmm. like, whereas us, we're, we're,
0: it's trying- a bit more complicated to explain, like, like, some liberal views, like, why Mm -hmm. capitalism (coughs) is not, like, a productive system, Mm -hmm. you know? It's not very easy to put that into words, you know, for, like, everyone to understand. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. And it's just, I think we gotta make it accessible to everyone. We gotta make politics accessible to everybody, you know? And, Mm -hmm. like, often on TikTok, I'll just see people, and it's just, like, (laughs) I'm glad you're getting involved, but... You're not like, this. This isn't reaching. Yeah. A large group. This is reaching. The people f- that
2: already. Yeah. yeah, that that already have yeah the same like Yeah, like getting
0: into politics is not like putting on a shield, a sheet of armor, like a shield against anybody who wants to question you. It's like opening yourself up to a conversation. Yeah. Uh, into a new realm, you know
2: open mindset is so important mm-hmm. like listen to the other person, digest yeah those words, mm-hmm. like let that sink in,
0: really let it sink in, and
2: then with that information respond
0: yeah mm-hmm. yeah, I think that I'm really glad that we got to talk today, mm-hmm. like I'm actually I love how this conversation went so far, You too but anyway, I just want to close it out Thank you guys for listening to teamcast episode 1 <laughs> We're going to wrap it up. Thank you guys Thank you Ryan. Thank you Kara for all your amazing thoughts mm-hmm. this episode. you guys are really great speakers. I just want to plug in that I'll have some mental health resources in the description. Please like share and rate our podcast and go check out it's not that deep. Please' it's on Spotify. Okay. And yeah, thank you guys so much for listening and stay tuned for next episode. Thank you for having me. Thank you for thank having you. me. you.